Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here for Classic Loveline, episode 227, from August 12th, 1996, a Monday night show. Guests Eric and Bud from Sublime. Now an important note about this show, uh, once again, it's a rough date based off clues given. We're fairly certain it's in August, fairly certain it's this exact week. It has to be before Wednesday. The songs played were What I Got and Santeria, then Live in the Studio, 13 and Fat, and Greasy Lesbian Hamburger Fight. This is about three months after their lead singer Brad's death from a heroin overdose. The audio on this episode, once again, is not up to our standards. It's an alternate fan recording. The band members asked them to play the Pennywise Chronicles, as they call it, which might be the first flashback uh, showcasing the 1995 Pennywise incident with Dr. Drew and Ricky Rackman before the Adam Carolla era. Little they know there will be another incident just a scant three years away, Poo Poo City, when Pennywise returned in 1999 after a four-year ban. The band members go in-depth on Brad's struggle with heroin over the years, his time with sobriety, and his eventual overdose. Partial recordings and fan files for the show have been floating around the internet since 1996 on essentially every file-sharing platform known to man. It's a long-lost and now almost complete show, and a very important milestone for fans of Sublime and the band themselves. Adam Kroll asked them what their plans are to go on and do after Sublime. It's a very unique and special episode of Loveline, and something all Sublime fans should hear. As per usual, it was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter, at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Noel had a uh, drug overdose in May, mm -hmm. heroin, mm -hmm. and uh, is no longer with us. Uh, the band has a CD, which uh, Brad was on, obviously his last work, and it's uh, really good, and it's called Sublime. So uh, we're going to talk to those guys and hear some of that tonight. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. And Drew, uh, someone was in here a little bit earlier. Uh, Over here. Uh, you want that? Yeah. Why the rope onto it? Oh, that's for Toby in case he had to be tied up. Oh, okay. That's that's uh, that is uh, not his male lover. That is his girl. Uh, that is his dog. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to offend a guest. This He's a early. boy dog too, by the way. I'm Sometimes sorry. Sometimes we got to tie up Gramps after nine o'clock. Actually, I have to tie at least my twelve pack by eight. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Would you like it? Here it is. All right. All right. Now Thank we've uh, we've kept track of the beer. All right. So, uh, Ashley. Yeah. Continue. Okay. Um. Well, he's now he's just acting really weird, like it doesn't matter, and and I feel that it did matter to me. You know, he took my virginity. I didn't want to give it to anybody, but I mean, he was something special, and he doesn't act like it's anything special. And you know, he won't commit. He just thinks we're friends. And now that I, you know, we lived together off and on for these past two years, and now that we're separated, it's like I get jealous when I see him with other girls. And he talks about always trying to get a girlfriend, but he still wants to have sex with me. Right. And. I don't know what to do. It's like I'm I'm in love with him a lot. So you would have sex with him just to sort of stay close to him. Yeah. Even though you know that he doesn't reciprocate those feelings in any way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he has told me he loves me, but he just wants Ashley, to be friends. He wants to have sex with you, and that's it. He wants a physical yeah. relationship, and that's it. And please don't believe that just because a man is having sex with you, that means he even cares the least bit about you. Yeah. That's that's the fact. And mm -hmm. women have real trouble accepting that because for women when they have a physical thing it's very hard for them not to get involved yeah right look what happened to you yeah. especially the first time it's usually very intense well listen yeah. here's all you need to know if you go into one of these porn stores like i've been known to wander into once in a while they have millions of blow-up dolls 
Uh-huh. Basically, they don't market these things for women. There's no blow-up male doll. <laughs> they have actual inflatable with a vibrating vagina and you know a lifelike orifice and everything else. I must say I have every single one, <laughs> every color and creed. Well, but girls there don't is really, no male ones, thank God. Girls don't need like the full male body. All they need, all they're looking for, is the the little man downstairs. Right, but you too, could make so. the same argument for the woman's <laughs> point. But the but the thing is, is they don't. The reason they don't make these for women is just what Drew's been describing. Women don't do that. Men can actually have sex with an inflatable mannequin and, and be satisfied. And be okay. They yeah. feel good about that. Yeah, and, and sometimes maybe it's not great. maybe have trouble. <laughs> no, but it's better than nothing. It's better than a dog. I'll tell you that. Yeah, definitely. They may have trouble sometimes distinguishing between whether or not that's really what they want or the the person. Right. All right. So Ashley, listen. We're both. Salvage some dignity, please. Cut this guy off. Yeah, find a new relationship that, that's you're, more gratifying. Yes, you're better than more, that, and that that really exists too. This one does not exist. Right. Call one of my friends. I'll give some numbers out. <laughs> no, but now, but they're just going to use her for receptacle, aren't they? They're not going to treat her like the queen she yeah, would like to be treated. Right. All right, Forget so it. let's talk about Sublime for uh, for just one moment. CD's out. CD's selling well. We're going to hear some of that, I guess, uh, coming up uh, after the break. Obviously, uh, tragedy with Brad. And what? Do you, what? What's plans for Sublime now? Zilch. <laughs> is, a, is 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 well, that it? Are you guys? Sublime is me and Bud. You know, we're jamming and we're, we're getting stuff together. We right. You know, we don't really want to say what it is because it's not certain. But there's some really good things going on right now. Yeah, we've been playing with a lot of different people and just trying to to basically work work something work something out. I'm sure it'll be you know quite heavily influenced by Sublime. I mean, we've been Sublime's been a band Eric and Brad and I have been involved with in for ten years now. So right, you know. Probably be pretty heavily influenced by that that it, style. But the the band name Sublime will be no more. No, we're not going to continue with the name. So you'll find your own projects. Yeah, and uh, hopefully stay together on these projects. Oh, absolutely. Right, and, and yeah, and, and since you oh, have Eric, Eric, Eric's playing with uh, this other band. It's a surf band. Del Nova and the Mount Dura Ratfinks. Yeah, hmm. they're they're really cool. They're like old '60s drag race. Right. Surf I, I play stand up in that, and I've always wanted to play stand up bass. Oh, really? My yeah. my dad used to play the stand up bass, and I used to sleep in the same room that he decided to keep the stand up bass in. <laughs> and I'd wake up at night and look at it in the corner, and it it it's had one of those scary, sort of huh? dust sacks over it. You know, they have like a tote yeah. bag they put yeah. over it, uh, and, and it always looked like a huge black woman was just sitting in the corner, <laughs> ready to kill me. Bottom. Yeah, with a big Is that ass. When you started ejaculating. <laughs> Yeah, you know why? Because you give me lemons, I make lemonade. <laughs> or, um, yeah. or at least, uh, at least ranch. All right. <laughs> All right. And what about? Um, um, I'm looking here for uh, for. There's uh, uh, Bradley's. Bradley had a real young infant son yeah, when he when he passed. Just what nine months or so. Yeah. He he was eleven months actually, but uh, yeah, he's he's grown up really good. Troy Troy's a wonderful mother, his and, wife. and yeah, she's she's uh, she's taking care of him really well. She's um she's moved like right around the block from me now, so I'm stoked. I get to babysit a lot and stuff now, but, hopefully. So, but um, uh, we're doing a show for him actually in in uh, January. We're um, doing a, a a benefit show to help help pay for his college fund and stuff because Brad won't you know obviously right. be there so. But yeah, it's going to be a big show. We, um, a really, really big show. Now, where's um, that going to be? You want to plug um, in? Well, um, we're not quite definite yet, but we're trying for the Long Beach Arena. Quite possibly, maybe um, um, the Velodrome. The Velodrome uh -huh. at, uh, 
Dominguez. Well, if but, uh, you guys, when you get the date set, if you send a note uh, oh, to absolutely. Ann, we'll, we'll give it a plug. Absolutely. absolutely. And get uh, people out there for a real worthy cause. Jason, 20, you're on Loveline with Sublime. Yeah, uh, I had a question uh, mainly for Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here you go. Uh, when I have sex and uh, I'm wearing a condom, I can't have an orgasm. But without the condom, I can. Turn it inside out, ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> yeah, okay. Serious, it works. Try it. Really? Serious? Yeah, it feels a little different. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like all natural, but, you know... Try it. It works. Really? Yeah. Well, don't least, give it up. At least you have that mental edge. Don't give it up. I remember when John Taylor was talking about not using a condom. He, just, he, was, he was, you know, insolent about not doing it. Remember? Yeah, from uh, John Taylor from Duran Duran, Neurotic uh, Outsiders was in here talking about he just would not use a yeah. condom. Right. Well, I mean, you make that kind of money and you can pay uh, pay that kind of child support. I guess you don't need to do it. Uh, also, I mean, it's just so silly these days to even think about having sex without that. I mean, it's so dangerous. Well, I mean, with people you don't know, but I mean, you find a partner, you you, you get a monogamous relationship, right. you get tested, and you do all that BS, and next thing you know, you're having sex without the condom. Jason, mm-hmm. why don't you try to work that angle? Uh, Inside yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. once you once you find somebody and stick with them for a little bit, it's really amazing. We, we our, our, our yeah, advice is, in, uh, I don't know. Our advice uh, basically is. Turn the okay. condom inside out, or have a real relationship. In a worst case scenario, you could have a real <laughs> relationship, yeah, Jason. Relationship. I mean, push comes to shove. I guess you could do that. <laughs> yeah, but Adam. Yes, I know. Okay, uh, one more thing. And he's Brian, resisting that. You guys are really cool. Like you guys. All right. Uh, Thanks, one more question. Uh, yeah. Oh, never mind. I forgot it. All right. <laughs> Very good. Yes. <sighs> Jason. At least the women will think that you can, you know, have some longevity there. Yeah, absolutely. It Instead does of just like one pump hop, you know what I mean? It does sort of uh, add to that, and and we he do just get a fake lot of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I really think he's more. Yes, they they should really make that. He really cares, though. They should make condoms with a little um, uh, a little semen uh, little. Uh, pouch in them so you could fake an orgasm as a guy. You know how they, you know, in the movies they use those like blood capsules where the guy bites down on it after the guy punches him in the face? They do something like that with condoms. They got little packets of mayonnaise at Wendy's, you know, you just squirt a little bit of that on the inside at the very, very end. You got to just do it at the very end because you don't want it to get along the the, the chef, right? You got to turn it inside out. So so you got to put it in the very, very end, in the receptacle end. You you don't want it to get all over the place and it'll slide right off. Write a pencil and write this down. Yes. You know, I got to say something, but rarely... Pliers and the whole nine and find it, you know, stethoscope and rarely am I offended or repulsed by anything anyone says on this show, but I'm I'm almost there. I'm on my threshold now. Maybe it's the mayonnaise. Like I said Give if you us used a couple t- more minutes. <laughs> I think if you'd used tartar it would have been okay. Well, uh, it's too lumpy. When we come back, uh, more sublime and we're gonna hear some stuff from them. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but true car is changing car buying forever. Yes, TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com, find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for, then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. 
Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. This film vault, what is it all about? We'll break it down. We're going to break it down. Hold on. We're going to break it down. We open every show with what we call Flick Fashion, where Brian and I talk about the most recent three films we've seen, films that are in theaters now, as well as films you can stream now, films you can uh, track down on TV. These are films that are accessible. And then we get into it in the next segment where we have a top five list week in, week out, whether yeah. it's top five sports, top five war movies, top five racist characters. Mm-hmm. Yes, we try and be entertaining, but we definitely talk about entertainment. The Film Vault over at on podcast1.com. That's O-N-E. I'm Robin Leach for those champagne wishes and caviar dreams. And you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Uh, it fell on deaf ears, but the mic was not turned on. <laughs> I, and it's probably good because it saved you a slanderous uh, lawsuit against Robin Leach. Uh, Dr. Drew, hey, hold on. Hey, Drew... Oh, for Christ's sake! Uh, I'll cover for Dr. yeah. You cover. You cover Drew. I'll well, just Would let Eric I from the uh, blind pharmacology. Do it. You certainly do. <laughs> and it's not that kind of book pharmacology, but it's the street pharmacology. You've Absolutely. been there. You know. You've checked it out. Absolutely. All right, that is uh, Bud and Eric from Sublime, and uh, as we were talking about earlier, and uh, most of you who uh, listen to the show and are kind of hip to the scene know that uh, lead singer Brad died from an overdose, I guess it was in uh, May, it was heroin, right? Yeah. And he'd been in and out of rehab trying to kick? For about five years. About five years? Yeah. And how, what was, uh, what was the longest he put together in terms of uh, how many months clean had he had? Well, this last time before he died, it was two months, and it was the only time that he really quit for himself. Every other time was because Eric and I, or, you know, his his parents or, or someone, you know, expressed, you know, you should really, you know, or his wife. pick yourself back mm-hmm. up. Yeah, Troy, mainly, you know, uh, mainly Troy and Eric and I were his main influences because we had to travel with him, and, you know, just like, I mean, the smuggling possibilities and, right. and you know, all that just, but, uh. Yeah, this is the first time that he ever really tried to himself, and uh, because every every time you know he'd get clean, he'd start to feel, you know, just pulled back into it. It's just such such a such a you know a bear of a drug. It's just really yeah. I won't let you go. You know, absolutely. He's got some really big arms. And uh, when he OD'd, finally, was it, it was it like a normal amount that he was taking? Yeah. Do you guys even know about... I don't know how much he did. His tolerance was down because he was clean. He was clean for such a long time. So then we were on tour and he was away. He just got It wasn't from his normal connection. Just right. partying. No. He was like celebrating pretty much. And uh, quality levels vary so so much when you're buying the stuff. You can buy it from the same guy for I don't care how many years, but you're going to see... You know, quality levels up and down, up and down, no matter how much you buy right. from a guy. I mean, he's going to give you his dirt when he's got his dirt, and he's going to give you the goods when he's got the goods. Right. That's all there is to it. He doesn't know. Nobody knows. You know, you're not a chemist. Right. You know, See, I mean, you never really know exactly what you're putting in your veins. Right. And you, exactly. You don't know. You don't know the potency. You don't know. You know. You don't know nothing. You're not a. You're not a doctor. You're not a scientist. You don't know nothing. I mean, I, I've experimented, but you know, it's. 
it's it's nothing for for anyone. I mean, it's it's just too too powerful for for people. It's it's for it's for you know what it's for. It's for terminal cancer patients, people that are, that are terminal death that are just dying painful deaths. Right. You know, something to 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 get get them off the pain for the last month of their life, so they don't have to die in agony. That's what it's for. It's for like a one month spread, so you can just go out, you know, in bliss. Right. That's what it's for. Right. It's, it's not, not, not for not for seventeen year old guys who are not, starting a band. It's not a recreational, you know, type of drug. You know, alcohol, marijuana. Those are things you can play around with. You know, I mean. Relatively safe. Right. Don't drive right? any farm equipment don't, don't and you're, dry you'll be okay for yeah, a few right, years. Right, right. But yeah, a absolutely. A couple glasses of wine with dinner, you know. And we, we have a lot of people that are uh, young listening to the show who are sort of on the threshold of uh, some serious experimentation. And, uh, you know, if something good, if anything that could be called good could come from this tragedy, it would be that people don't get involved with this, that they, that they see the tragedy of it. And that they uh, they hear from from guys like Eric and Bud exactly how this stuff works, and it's not glamorized, and they learn the reality of it, and they don't just don't even pick it up because get hooked on that once, and that's, and that's it. it. I mean, there's no turning back. All right, well, let's uh, hear something from uh, <clears throat> Brad posthumously and uh, Sublime, and uh, this is uh, it's a new version of what I got, or at least a different version of uh, oh, what I got. Right, so here it is. Early in the morning, rising to the street. Light me up that cigarette that I strapped. Ah, what I got. Sublime. Um, off of Sublime. Let me give a quick plug. Thursday, these guys will be uh, at uh, the uh, Doll Hut in Anaheim with uh, Ziggins. And Juice Bros, who is basically who you guys will become yeah. and who you were. That's who, we, yeah, that's our, that was our first band, punk rock band. It was our uh, band ever since we were in junior high school and growing up. So uh, so the Juice, been, the juice Bros are back together. We revived, revived well, we never juice. really quit. We played like once a year while Sublime was all together. Yeah, so right. Now, now we got all this, lot of time. this time, so we're starting to get a lot more stuff down. And is it more of a punk band? It's real oh, hardcore, yeah. yeah. It's, You'll it's never hear it on K-Rock, I'll tell you that. Good, good old-fashioned <laughs> thrashing. Now you are. <laughs> uh, Todd, 16, you're on Loveline. Uh, hey, Adam, Drew, Bud, Eric, and an engineer, Mike. Oh, you know them all. Oh, I know them all. Okay, I got some questions for the band. Uh, do you guys have any uh, work that's available that you did before the Living in a Boring Nation EP? Um... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we yeah, do. Yeah, we do. We have a... We have a tape that we put out uh, that we recorded in 1988, I'd say. And it was, it's a really good one, too. My dad played the bongos on one of the songs, and that's, like, one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. True. your dad ever back you on bongos? Well, my dad was, like, was actually studied, congos. studied about 15 years in Latin jazz. So, oh, I mean, really? He yeah, he was a professional, around, professional musician. He was rad. Yeah, yeah it's Billy called Wilson. Job Won't Pay the Bills. And where can you find that? Yeah. Um, you have to write skunk records and beg and plead. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We might get it out again. Yeah, I mean, we're, just, we're trying to dig on. up some, some vault tapes. Yeah, that's and, my other question. If there'd be any, like... 
unreleased tracks that'll be brought out? Well, the, the best the best suggestion I can say is like go to your local like underground record store and and bug them and say, hey, what do you got of you know as far as is you like know like in bootlegs and stuff. Well, it, not necessarily bootlegs, but it's like yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't make any money off the bootlegs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If I mean, if you can find them, yeah, send us a tape because yeah, that I would be. Hear it. I'd like to hear it. I mean, we we we're, we're a live you know we're a live playing band and and we live for our live shows so. That's what Eric and I would like to hear is, you know, any, if anybody has any live tapes out there, send it back and sh share some of the love, you know. So, yeah, we're looking forward to getting back out on the road and... and uh, There's talks and, of um, live albums coming out. Yeah, hopefully we can share future. share some of the, the vault tapes that we have. We, You know, MCA wasn't wasn't uh, re ready to, to release any live recordings, but, you know, now things have kind of changed. Maybe we can, you know... Well, it's Ch like, Ch uh, you know, re request. Uh, I, I, know, I don't know if it's if it's the same so. thing, but I mean, Nirvana is still coming out with stuff. Uh, how long has it been? Two and a half years since uh, Cobain passed away, and uh, I'm not passing judgment on, but they just came out with some some more stuff. So right. I mean, there's no reason why if so you got stuff and it's good. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, we've been around for ten years, and you know, I'm sure there there's some stuff out there in your local underground record stores right. which you can find it's pr pretty uh, much available i've seen some stuff out there that all right when we come back from the break not only more sublime but uh mark who's 29 his dreams of returning to kill his childhood molester oh. go daddy wants to help put your business online the website builder makes creating a website easy even if you don't have any technical skills yourself just choose a design from hundreds of customizable templates and personalize it with Website Builder's drag-and-drop design tools. Don't pay a web designer or spend hours on Google learning how to build a website. For just $1 a month, you get everything you need to create a professional website with unlimited pages, unlimited pages, including a free domain name, free hosting, and GoDaddy's award-winning 24-7 support. Visit GoDaddy.com, enter the code LOVELINE to get the Website Builder for just $1 a month. See website for details. For Loveline, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Sitting here with Eric and Bud from Sublime. They got a CD out called Sublime. And uh, Eric, what's your dog's name? Toby. 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 I think Probus. Toby broke wind. But Toby is sitting and there's a little fan over here in the corner. He's an old dog. Oh, because <laughs> the fan is blowing something bad this way. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Call Toby. <laughs> Toby's a uh, an older dog and a uh, very cute dog. He's but a Basenji mixed Jack Russell Terrier. Yes. He's an Egyptian hurdler is what he is. Yeah, he, he's a, he, he runs with Flojo and trains every he, day cross training. He kind of looks like that dog from Frasier, actually. Yeah. And uh, he's, what, 17? I, yeah, yeah, he's his, his, his great-great-grandfather, actually. That dog's a puppy on Frasier. Oh, really? I think so. Well, this, uh, yes, this is, uh, Toby's no spring chicken, as I look at him, uh, curled up. It's very, very nice. He likes to relax here, and uh, he looks cute, but Eric said don't pet him, he bites. If anybody tries to hijack him, he'll turd all over your carpet. Oh, so by the way, hijack. <laughs> Oh, All right, now, <laughs> when we left off, uh, I was saying we're going to talk to Mark, who's 29, who has uh, dreams of returning to kill his childhood molester. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never catch me. What <laughs> What happened? How old were you? Um, it started when I was about 10. Uh -huh. Who was it? Uh, Scoutmaster. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's kill him. Have I'll you ever heard you. of a band called Sockeye? <laughs> No. Wow. Was he somebody you you, you knew? 
prior to that in any way? Yeah, I mean, he was a close friend. Of, I mean, he was my, my brother's Scoutmasters, so. Uh. See, I don't trust these guys who uh, get too involved with children's lives who aren't their own children. Right. There's nothing wrong with donating a little time. There's nothing wrong with coaching a little league team or doing something like that. But when you donate your entire life, dedicate, uh, dedicate yeah. sorry, your entire life to hanging out with a group of kids wearing, uh, you know, shorts and bandanas around their necks and taking them out camping uh, of all places, yeah. this is dangerous. Well, a lot of times it's the, the, like, the parent's kid that's in it, too, so that's why they do it, but apparently not in years. So, Mark, how long did this go on? For five years. Uh, really? And what, uh, what uh, and I don't blame you, but what kept you, uh, you know, involved with it and coming back and all that? Well, I mean, I grew up in a small town in Maine. I mean, you just didn't talk about things like that. Not, not yeah, but what kept you involved with the, the, the troop and all that? Because my, I mean, I couldn't, my parents would ask too many questions if I just dropped out. Well, why don't you tell your parents? Did you know it was wrong or, I mean, how, how old were you when it happened? Ten. It started at 10. Okay. So we went 10 to 15. Yeah. And were you getting enough attention at your family of origin's home? I mean, did you have, what? Were you getting enough sort of feedback from your family? No. What do you mean? Sometimes kids around that age will do that sort of thing because they are so uh, starved for attention. What do you mean that, do that sort of thing? That, that they will be a good victim for that kind of thing and, and keep continue to go back because they actually feel gratified from it as, as a form of connecting. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's this guy now? He's back in my hometown. And I'm sure he's done this to other kids. Yeah. Yeah, because this is, I mean, this yeah, is a way of life. This yeah, is no he hobby. Got he got caught. Uh, oh, he did? About 10 years ago. He's in but, jail? So he's been released now? Yeah, he, well, he got some pissant little... Unbelievable. Uh, he got like five, I mean, not even, he got like five years probation and like oh. a year of work release. Oh, my God. This is absolutely pathetic. And here's the deal, too. You don't change by sitting in a cell for five years. As a matter of fact, whatever it is you wanted, the, whatever reason they put you in for, is you just want it more. You probably just think about it he when you're in, in there. He was in jail for five years. He was in jail for a year, and that was under work release. Oh. It just means he slept there. He went to work every day. Oh, that is so pathetic. Money. And how many guys did he do this to? That you know of. That I know of? Yeah. I would say at least ten. Oh. Ten people's <laughs> lives permanently affected. And he, and, he, and he gets a brief timeout, right? He gets a timeout. Timeout, five years. Right, he gets essentially a talking to. Yeah. Well, it's, I think that's what's wrong with this country, and that's why I believe, you know, my dreams. Uh, well, you're, become you're, a politician and help right this wrong. Uh, There's a lot of r r <laughs> wrong laws that... Uh, that yeah, right. Mean the, the, that uh, the basically to protect the bad people. Yeah. And Meanwhile, some guy driving a VW van trying to uh, get enough change together to fix the clutch because he's following the Grateful Dead pedals a couple tabs of acid to some uh, undercover agent. And he's doing twenty five to he's life. He's doing twenty five to life. Yeah, no leniency there. Huh. That is just pathetic. I wonder. I wonder if it's different if guys do this to women. You know what I mean? I mean, here's what I'm saying. Is the punishment worse, you mean? Yeah, I mean, you know how our society is that yeah. if... if let, let's just... And Mark, just stay with me for a second here. Okay. If, uh, if there's some 10 or 12-year-old guy and his 18-year-old girlfriend gives him a ride, everyone looks at that as, ah, it's no big deal. Nah, the guy got some. How bad could it be? If it's a, if it's a 10 or 12-year-old girl and an 18-year-old male 
does it to her, then that's a, that's a travesty. Yeah. I mean, that's huge, yeah. right? Yeah. I wonder if this guy had been doing it to a brownie troop, if, if, if he wouldn't have gotten more time. That's a good question. All right. I don't know. It'll never be answered. Uh, Mark. Yeah, because he yeah. messed with somebody else's wife. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, listen. Here's the deal. I, you know, what else can you do? You can't take the, the law into your own hands. I, oh, mean, I think I should. I mean, I think a lot of people... No, no, you can't, no, I though. Think, yeah. I think if there were, like, 30 cases, you know, that turned, to, turned the... Uh... Class action suit. This is what you're talking about. No, no, like, no. Like I'm the ta- movie... No, I'm talking about no, going after him with sharp implements and actually killing. Well, no, you, you can't do that, man. Yeah, it's just no, something off like the record. But 30 of us ought to do it. And then it would send a message out there, and it would say... You know, you people, you need to get some help. And if you don't get help, and if you destroy another child's life, then this is what's going well, to happen. Well, you don't really want to send a message for something like that. Basically, what you want to do yeah. is, like, like, like on the movie Pulp Fiction, and hire a couple of pipe-hitting crack smokers with some pliers and blowtorches to go to work on them, right? All right. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, do that under your hat. Don't go advertise it on national broadcast radio. Mark, Mark, you're going to screw your own life up, though. And you know what? If you killed this guy, I don't really think you'd feel that much better. Oh, I do. I think you would for for a month. But for some reason, I don't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna fix what this guy did to you. Oh no, we'll never fix it. And and don't get me wrong. I think this guy should have been locked up for the rest of his life. But I'm just saying, you now are 29. You're not even 30. You have the rest of your life to uh, go forward with. I know you're scarred, and I know this guy did you wrong, and I know he did these other guys wrong, but you can still move on and still have a good life. Can't you try to do something somewhat more legitimate or, or, or at least legal in terms of attacking? No, statute of limitations is too No, 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 in terms of attacking your cause. Of, of you know of coming after child molesters of re- really making that a focus. I think that's a wonderful, you know, a, a huge benefit to society as a whole. While you're going out there and killing him, it will be a nice headline for the main papers, and it will screw your life up forever and uh, rid our society of another. I wouldn't convict Mark, by the way, if, yeah, uh, if I, he I did understand. it and I was on the jury. I understand, but it probably, yeah. it, they probably would have to by the way they presented it. I, I know, but it's, just, it's so pathetic that this guy's out because you know yeah. he's going to get into this again. Right. But maybe maybe not just 25 or 30 guys doing that, but maybe 25 or 30,000 people that he could rally and, and you know somehow work through the legislative process to really make laws that, that did, in fact, put these guys away forever. At least in California, this is starting to happen, right? Yeah. I mean, they say these guys are getting chemical uh, castrations now. Really? Right? Well, we were talking about that. Yeah, but I don't know if that's been implemented. I believe it's law now. All right, so, uh, well, explain chemical castration. They, they take uh, some shots that basically shut off their male hormones. Right. Shut off their sex origin organs. Yeah, but I believe that there's more of a, more than just a sexual arousal at hand I, here. I understand, but there's a, there's a big big price to be paid. All right. And, and here's my take with this whole prison thing. I love the big boobs, okay? That's my oh, thing. big boobs, I love them too. You do? All right, give me a little Kazonkers, high, yeah. A little high five. I love <laughs> <them>. now, <laughs> Eric and Bud, both of them. Who, who would have guessed these two gents would enjoy the large breasts? Al Bundy. But here's the situation. If they put me in jail for a few years... The first thing I would look for when I got out would be the big boobs. Oh, more hooters. Nobody yeah. could talk me out of the big boobs. I don't care how long I spent in jail. They could torture me. They'd keep me in solitary confinement. When I came out, I'd want more big boobs. So I'm guessing if a guy is into a teen, you know, 10-year-old male ass, 
If you lock him up, he's going to come out looking for 10-year-old male ass. solution. Because that is his thing. Legalized prostitution. The guys can work for it. They can go get their gazankas up. They don't have to rape girls. They don't have to beat people up to go do these things. They don't have to chop off their legs and keep them like boxing Helena. They but, can go and pay for it. Have it all legalized and, and have them go and check and test but and all for that. President. But, uh, no, no. I'm running for president, but, <laughs> but I'm going to need a running mate. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be that man. Sarah, 20. You're on Loveline. Hey, guys. Hey. God, my, my question seems so minimal now. Um, here's the deal. I have heard several talks of how oral sex now transmits diseases much more frequently than having regular intercourse. And Much more frequently. Yeah. Uh, which disease are you talking about? Well, probably primarily AIDS. No, not much more frequently. Okay. But it can transmit it. More frequently? No. Uh, in, in, Not as in easy. England, there's they, last I understood, they don't even consider oral sex a, a risk behavior. So there's debate about how much risk that is. I, I, I think you are most safe if you just take the position that any exchange of body fluid can result in transmission. So, And certainly any other sexually transmitted disease can be transmitted. I mean, all the sexually transmitted diseases can be transmitted through oral sex, all of them. But are they more commonly, more easily? No. But they are transmitted that way. Okay. Well, even like, I mean, I've heard people say... Hold on, hold on. Uh, Eric, you have something to add to that? Keep up the good work. <laughs> Sarah? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Hmm, sometimes you got to wonder. Um, hey, they're in a band. What do you want? <laughs> say no more. Um, just even like brushing your teeth and the bristles of that causes tiny little cuts in your mouth. Da-da-da-da-da. Right. Need right. I go on? Right. So then... And intercourse is perfectly acceptable in this day and age to use a condom. But with oral sex, don't you think as men, if a woman proposed having a condom, they're going to assume that they're going to have intercourse? So then how do you avoid that whole problem if you are taking precautions for yourself? And it just, I mean, obviously with oral sex, it's completely different. Right. With having a condom and versus not and all that. It really is. Okay, all right. Talk to the dentist first. See if they have gingivitis. <laughs> No, here, here's the situation. I've never had uh, oral pleasure with a Brush condom. regularly. On. Uh, have, have you? Have you guys? You ever had a blowjob with a condom on? No, I've, I've seen it like in the movies, how they like they put it on like with their mouth and stuff, but I've, I've never had the, the pleasure. It's, well, no, see, exactly. That's my point. Like, it's just so not acceptable, and yet I've heard at the same time that it is, that you can get AIDS just right. easily. Well, it is, so. it's not that it's not acceptable. I mean, if you go to a hooker and you get a blowjob, you use a condom. That that I know. No, no. Well, you know that from experience. Anytime you're having having <laughs> sex with somebody that you saying. don't know, whenever you're having sex with someone you don't know, use a condom. Right, in it's, whatever it's, capacity you have sex. Yeah, with. it's it's gonna feel good no matter what. Maybe it might not feel the best, but right. it's gonna feel good. You're gonna get your it's like a glow in the dark one or something. Yeah, right. Get a little, paint yourself up with some body paints like zebras and pretend like you're wild animals or something frolicking through the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Again, bud for vice president. Now, and let me say this too, ladies, and I'm, I'm hoping you guys will see the logic in this. Nothing truly feels better than a man's own hand. I mean, that's what you're used to. You can't do any better than that. But there's a whole psychological thing to the blowjob, to the intercourse, to whatever it is that you're doing. I mean, not only does it feel good physically, but there's a lot of psychology there too. When you're getting a blowjob, your mindset is, hey, I'm getting a blowjob. This is great. And so the condom, although it may cut back a little on the feeling part of it, you're still getting a blowjob. Grabbing that vagus nerve. And you still have that to, to, you still can watch that. 
And if you're like me, use a padded condom so the penis looks that much bigger. And that was, uh, but I'm sorry, uh, Eric. Eric, you're a big guy. This, and yeah, last this, time... This is really getting to feel rather familiar. I think we should play the Pennywise all thing. Right, all, right. all right. After this, uh, Loveline History with the uh, Pennywise Chronicles. Loveline. And so, the man is stretched. 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 Loveline will be right back, so leave a message at the beep. Hi, this is Jed Apatow. Hear my conversation with Brett Easton Ellis. Hey, what's up? This is Kanye. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. Hear my conversation with great Brett Easton Ellis. Hello, this is Marilyn Manson. I'd like you to listen to me on the Brett Easton Ellis podcast. Hey, this is Brett Easton Ellis. Check out my podcast on Podcast One, where my guests and I will be discussing all the issues that keep the pop culture world moving, talking, and thinking. It's the Brett Easton Ellis podcast on Podcast One. Hey, we's back here on Loveline, and uh, Engineer Mike, you ready? Yes, we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, here with Eric and Bud from Sublime. And uh, when we left off, now, first off, a couple of things. Let me just backtrack for a second. Eric, you're going to play uh, live for us? Yes. Yes. Unplugged. Unplugged. Uh, oh, no. Like the, the big juice. guys in MTV. All right. You know, those yes. big time guys. Right. Yeah. You will join the ranks of the big time guys, but don't yeah. do it yet. Because I'll first, we're going to hear the uh, classic, classic love line the Pennywise. Now, uh, Eric, you know the guys from Pennywise. Yeah, Fletcher. Oh, yeah. We love you. Yeah, describe Fletcher, you. If, if you will. He's, he's a very and... big mon. <laughs> right. He's, a, he's, a, he's an He animal. likes to puke on stuff when he gets really drunk. We'd like oh, to say was, hi to Freder Geiger, too. That was an unusual. I don't like a football. He pukes like that and all the time. Randy. No, he does that for fun. He pukes on people. But I don't know. He might have right. well, just got a little drunk. Put your, head, the rest of the guys. Put your headphones on and uh, <laughs> let's listen to this uh, classic Pennywise drop. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, uh, I was just wondering, like, uh, what's the kind of thing? No, please don't throw up on the Oh my god. Uh, love line is over. I'm pretty much currently. Okay, bye. Yes, uh, love line is over. It's not our fault. We have a big, ugly man in our guitar band. And, uh, yes. Classic love line there with Pennywise. So can't uh, top that. No, you're right. now, no, <laughs> Eric, please, please don't. don't I know you're well into but that I'll twelve pack. I'll be thirteen fat. and fat though. Uh, please do not do do not even consider throwing up on my not at all. my I'm partner. I'm just going to sing a song about my friend's uh, sister. All right, now uh, hold on. Let Engineer Mike. Let's take a call because Engineer Mike is going to set up the amp and get the get the stuff hey, wait, all worked was, out was, for you. Was that DJ? Uh, was that Ricky Rackman? Because we got a song for him too. We're we're covering a oh, yeah. uh, Angry Samoans tune. Remember that that song they used to play about uh, Rodney? Rodney, right. get right. off the air. Right. Oh, we, we 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 do it in our own ways. Ricky, yep. get off the air. You pathetic male groupie. Ah, <laughs> we haven't learned it yet, though, so we're gonna have to wait till next time. Male genitals. <laughs> all right, that was unprompted. By me too, by the way. David, twenty-six. You're on Love Line with Sublime. Yeah. Hey. Hey. 
Um, Adam, Drew, David, how are you guys doing? Good. Um, all right, I guess we'll get to the chase. Uh, my problem is um, I have a, a son. He's a year old um, since uh, last Sunday. That's rad. What's that? So that's rad. Yeah, it is cool, actually. He's, uh, you know, he's really nice. He's really beautiful. But um, my problem is that uh, his mother and I don't really have communication. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it? Are you married to her? No, it was a one night stand. Okay, so you, you hadn't seen her again after you impregnated her? No, I didn't see her for about a month. Uh huh. Do you have any contact with your son? Um. Yeah. I, I was. Uh, I live in a different state. How actually. do you maintain contact with him without having a relationship with her? Well, that's the problem. Is um, you know, I've tried to establish a relationship with her, and um, you know, I'm getting nothing. Nothing but static. Does she want money from you? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, initially, you know, I mean, I was, you know, I offered my support when she was pregnant. So you, how, when did you find out she was pregnant? Um, she came into where I work. Uh huh. Um, a month after. Um, uh huh. All right. Wh what some... What can we do for you? What What's up? There? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's really complicated. What can we do for you? Um, right now she's, you know, she's refusing to, um, let me or any of my family see see my son. You know, even though I paid all my child support. Um, all right, so I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you have some rights there, so you can get a, an attorney yeah, and you need to take care of that. Yeah, talk with an attorney. That, is that my only course of action? Yes. That, that's absolutely the only thing you can do. Drew, can you write him a note? No, <laughs> I, even I can't. I, I have family members that, that, uh, that have gone. I mean, my, my parents are divorced, and, mm -hmm. and my, my cousin's parents are divorced, my uncles. and I mean, It seems like everybody in my family is divorced, and... And you know, there's been good scenarios and bad scenarios to to the divorces, and 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 uh, it seems like with with your case, what you need to do is really, really just like like uh, get yourself into a self help group. Like um, I'm not sure, maybe parents without partners. I'm not I'm not sure about the the actual um, ty types of, of groups, but there's there's one there's one that I know of. Parents without partners might not be for your case, but but you need to like find some type of support group, someone, and then and then um, there's also. You, if you can't afford attorneys, there's there's um, legal, aid count, legal aid societies types of things that can can help you uh, build these things up because because you, you can't go after them, cut their throats and do the OJ type of thing. I mean, you don't have enough money to to get away with that kind of deal. Just forget it, get it out of your head. It doesn't work. This right. is real America. Right. So just just yeah, that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Otherwise, fine. you well, get you know. I mean, I really want to be part of my son's life. Right. I, but David, I'm doing everything I can. David, you're preaching to the converted here. Here's what you need to do. You really, there's nothing we can do for you. What you need to do is find yourself one of these organizations. There's more and more of them cropping up. This thing, uh, you know, 20 years ago, you were screwed. But there are more organizations here for father's male rights. father's yeah. rights. Yeah. And you can get involved with these people. And they have lawyers that work on probably a pro bono, okay. uh, in a pro bono fashion. And they'll give you some free advice and they'll help you out. And then you'll do the best you can. This happens all the time. And uh, you up. can be part of it. But Don't give up because... That, that's the worst thing. The I mean, you're, you're losing you. out on your on your child, right? You know. But work the uh, work the legal angle, engineer Mike. What's going on over there? I don't want to work the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to say hi to my buddy in Portland, Oregon, Craig O'Dell. <laughs> right. 
the hottest yeah. drummer on that side of the West Coast. He used to play for the Flying Idols. Oh, yeah. Mayor 28. This is the mayor. Okay. Of Long Beach? Yes, Kite. Steve Kite, what's up? My, my question is for uh, Doughboy and Flood. Floyd. Ah! <laughs> I'm guessing you, you know this doing? guy. Slayer. I, I have a problem you? with these, these superstars sleeping with my wife. Oh, you mean like you Tank? You found out about that, huh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I just got a real problem with it. I, Let's you just know, go drop a rock on his head. I, I don't know what to do, you know. I, I, I don't Why don't know you teach her how to, how to speak first? Or should I just drop the chick? <laughs> drop the chick, okay, man. You know, Sink her. Guys, Take her out on the boat. Mom's pop's boat. And just like, right. you know, just like tell her to like plug in her curling iron or something. I know they got like some type of electrical receptacle, you know. Yeah. Hand her like a cocktail martini glass and just okay. like. Go for it, man. Throw the curling iron, throw her over in the boat, over in the water, and just zap her and just Ask let her, her, dad, let her float. He'll have, a, he'll have a good answer for you. Ask up. Mason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, all chicks uh, basically suck. Okay, so basically That's the only thing they're good for. The yeah, stick with the pros, man. What, what else are you thinking? Okay, well, you know, I've been planning on dropping her for some time, but it's, it's been real hard. I've been real insecure. You know, I'm really not feeling too well, good about it. Well, hey, you know, the bros can lend a hand. Again. The bros can lend a hand, but not that type. You know what I mean? Maybe just have a bonfire at Bolton Chica or something. Yeah! Now we're talking. You know, get the boys together, maybe bonfire it up, sing some songs. Hey, yeah. Okay, well. TV party tonight. Okay, well, I just needed you guys to support and help in this situation. I'm, you know, I'm sitting up here in this penthouse all scared, you know? All right, so uh, take Bud's advice and turn gay. Was that your advice? No, that was not my advice. <laughs> I thought you said for enough women. No, uh, yeah, I said all women basically suck. I like Bud because he's very rangy. One call, he says, uh, seek legal counsel. Next call, uh, throw, her off the, throw her off a boat. <laughs> Well, in his case, yeah, we know his girlfriend. That's why I was saying. Oh, wait, did she screw around on him? Yeah, yeah. No, she was, she's not really screwed on him, but she's she kind of she's just kind of she's kind of a mental kill. Okay, so you, you think he should move on? Yeah, he definitely needs to move on. Nick, sixteen, you're on Loveline. Going, guys. Hold on, Nick. I want to put you on hold because uh, we have some live entertainment here. Uh, Eric, how's that sing? Give it All a right. give it a try, Nick. All right, what's this one called, Eric? This song is called 13 and Fat, and it's about anybody's younger sister. kids and fatter <laughs> bigger 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 and more bottom yes round of applause american bud you're fat you're what do you, think? you think mtv will accept that yeah i, I think there's uh, i think oh, somebody God. probably taped that and the bootlegs are making their way across <laughs> north yeah. america as we speak 
Send us checks. Oh, I tell you. Our money orders. Eric, really the uh, the Cat Stevens of <laughs> of the rock and roll world. One night hundred too rash. You guys want to hear a greasy lesbian hamburger fight? Actually, I would I, I would love to hear that. Let, let's just talk to Nick for one second, then we'll hear about the greasy lesbian hamburger, hamburger. fight. Nick, sixteen, you're on Loveline. What's up, guys? Hey. Hi, Adam. I just want to say you are like the coolest man. Ah, thank you. And. Sublime, you guys are my favorite band. Dave, here's my favorite song. You guys rock. All right. Down. Thank you. No problem. More beer, Tommy. All right. <laughs> Go on. All right, Nick, what's your question? All right, here's the deal. I've had a friend since I was about uh, first grade. She's she's pretty hot, right? And um, lately I've been, you know, kind of being more interested than just friends in her. Uh-huh. Kind of, I don't know if she feels quite right. the Drew, same. knock it off. Go ahead. So I uh, just want to get some advice here. All right, so you've known this girl since you were seven years old. Right. And uh, you've never made a move. Right. But you've always been friends with her. Good friends? Is her name Wendy? No. You ready to make a move now? Uh, thinking about it, yeah. It's a little weird because you've known her for ten years? Yeah. But uh, she may have some feelings for you. Possibly, I don't know. What's your gut feeling? It's like the Wonder Years or something? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do his inner voice in a second. <laughs> you check for balls? My little brother, Corson. No, Corson likes attention. <laughs> Okay, so... All right, so Nick. Yeah. There's only one way you can find out, right? Right. You go for the full frontal assault. <laughs> you just go up and ask her. Tackle right. her. Look her in the eye and ask her. All right. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You're a guy, you're 16, you have, uh, you have needs, you have wants, you have urges, you have a stain in your shorts, and there's nothing wrong with you going and asking a girl out. Right. If that don't work, try the backdoor approach. Yeah, so we don't advocate violence here uh, on Loveline, though. But uh, Eric has another another ditty. Nothing wrong with contact sports. For us, and this one is called... Uh, Greasy Lesbian Hamburger Fight. All right. I don't think your guitar's working It's about anymore. the same girl when she grew wait, wait, up. Guitar? Wait a minute, the, uh, the amp is up. Ah, uh, there we go. All right, Eric, take it away. This ain't no taco burrito for two He thought she's strange, she's her fool too She wears a bra size 40 and tight She uses them in her hamburger fight Crazy lesbian hamburger fight One hundred ground beef every night Two bulldogs and six straw lights Crazy lesbian hamburger fight Oh yeah, oh yeah a greasy lesbian, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh we're so jealous, oh yeah, and Eric and Bud will be appearing in Knott's Berry Farm the 24th or the 30s. First of so the if month. you want to hear that song live with the Juice Bros, just come on down. Thursday in Anaheim, right? Bring your rain jackets with you. <laughs> yeah, but we got distortion pedals for everything. <laughs> Rebecca, 13, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. Um, Adam, I think you're really hot. Really? But, hey, what, are, what kind of perfume are you wearing? Uh, I don't know. Smells like asking Adam about fresh. his perfume, actually. Fresh milk. That is uh, the generic scent of, uh, of electric shave. Thrifty makes it. Very good. Is that homogenized or 2%? Rebecca. Huh? Have you seen a picture of me? 
Um, no, but my friend has one. Oh, oh. all right. That's more like it. All right, so what's, pay for it. <laughs> what's your question? Get you one cheaper. Okay, well, okay. I have this boyfriend, right? And, um, well, I've always been teased about being bigger and the size bra than other girls. We like that kind of stuff. Eric here. probably has a song about that. You think I'm off. talking... Like dirty stuff about thirteen and fat women, but actually uh, it really turns me on big time. Right, all right, all right. Keep in, keep in mind, fellas, she's thirteen. Yeah. Oh, so you're thirteen. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Just joking. So you're a little uh, top heavy. Yeah. And people make fun of you because they're jealous. Yeah, they call me Barbie doll and stuff. Oh, that's, that's gotta hurt. That's got to hurt. Those same people so are going to get breast you know implants what? years down the line, so don't worry My about it. My best suggestion is to find yourself a real live professional agent and start doing commercials and TV and get out there. I mean, Elle McPherson, all those, they, they had to start somewhere, right? Uh-huh. Just find yourself a good agent. Not one that's going to take in, you know, Wait a minute. Wait test a minute. The, the numbers. Like me, I'll be your agent. Rebecca. Huh? So what is your real problem here? My problem is, okay, I have this boyfriend and all my friends, okay, he asked me out, right? And yeah. I said, of course I said yes, because he's so hot, right? Naturally. And then, um, well, I'm all, and then, well, some of his friends are all, well, why are you going out to him? He's a total a-hole, and he's only going out with you because of your chest. Right. So, I don't know what to do, because I really, really like him. You have a theory about this. My theory is, is if someone wants to go out with you, go out with them, if you want to go out with them. Uh, attraction, who cares what attraction is? I mean, is is it so much more mature to be attracted to someone because they're rich or because their face is pretty or because their eyes are nice or because their ass is tight? We all are attracted to people for our own reasons. Whatever that is, it is called attraction, whether it's because of the bra size or whether it's their butt size or whether, whether it's their brain size. It all just falls under the heading of I'm attracted to that person and she you should go out with them. Yeah. You, you know yeah. what? I, I met this girl in, in line. I was waiting in line for court. I, I had, like, this ticket that I had to pay. 502? No, okay. no, 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 no. I never drink and drive. I always have someone drive Back for me. Wood. I hope someone's driving you home tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting in line. Me, so running. I'm waiting in line, and I'm thinking, you know, well, why, why do I, you know, what am I going to say to this girl? Well, I'm just going to go and just talk to her, right? You know, and just because I'm attracted to her. Maybe I might not even like her. She might turn around and be a complete witch. Right. You know? But I said hi and introduced myself, and, and we ended up having a nice relationship. It lasted about a year or so. How long and did it take you to work in that you were in a band? When, like when I, I wasn't got, even you, really in a band. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. All right. So you know I it's I wrote a song love. about her, too. It goes... She came to her house that day She said, let's go with the fan and play She spread her legs as far as she can One with the dad and we all ran <laughs> I think it's uh, I, I think it's a rocket. I think it's number one with a bullet. Yeah, we're, that's going to be our MTV hit. Uh, when we come back, uh, more Eric. Um, that uh, that is the sound of Drew's forehead against the microphone. More Bud. More of Eric I and his guitar. This guy's going to check himself uh, into the uh, mental hospital pretty soon here. Oh, believe me. Like... Yes, and he'll give himself a discount. Philip. Stuff like this makes me yeah. sick. Philip, where you been? All right, settle down, settle down. More Sublime, more Drew if he comes back, more me all after this. Here with Eric and Bud from Sublime. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Well, look who's back. 46. What's your number? The Bud Man. Bud, have Yo. a seat. <laughs>
This is real serious stuff, too, so we don't want no, like, Absolutely. Jokers, huh? All right, now we have, uh, Sublime has a CD out called Sublime. It's real good. It has a song on it called uh, Santeria. And, uh, Eric, did you write that one? Yeah, I wrote all the music, but, uh, of course, Brad wrote the vocals to that. Right. And uh, it's a really great song, and let's hope that everybody will hear it pretty soon. Well, they're going to hear it right now. All right. Off of uh, Sublime from Sublime. Vengeance can never be so sweet. That is a uh, that's a religion, right? Santeria. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so like they kill chickens, voodoo. right? I think Eric Estrada was into that for a little while. Oh, he's into everything. He's in all the cool he, movies. He kills a lot more than chickens. No, well, not the movie. That. The religion. He, he kills it like with his gold chains and his his open hair chest. Uh, V-neck shirts and all that. Well, Ponch and all. I mean, he's got a reputation to uphold. <laughs> Stream of consciousness from uh, Bud from Sublime. Cindy, 26, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. Hey. Um, I have a question for Adam Crow. Yeah, it says, hey, what do you want? <laughs> um, if you have no place to stay when you're down here, you can come and party with us. Right. That's what I want to do is uh, crash out on your bad... Uh, rust-colored shag carpet there in the oh. corner next to the dog. Next to the bong stand. <laughs> what, what, what kind of setup do you got over there, Cindy? Pipe. <laughs> what kind of setup do you want? Well, please, be honest. Is, is it a decent place, or is there 35 of you living in a one-bedroom? You got round beds? <laughs> <laughs> mirrors? Well, we do have castles out here, believe it or not. Uh, we need round beds and mirrors. Cindy. What? Where are you going to put me up? Where am I going to put you up? Uh, a waterbed. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Is there water in it? <laughs> yes, there is water in it. And where is this? In your room? Uh, if you want it to be. All right. You... Oh, is it in your parents' room? No, no. They have the Soma bed. All right. Hey. Oh, uh, I want a Soma. <laughs> you got oh. the line on Somas? I want one of those Craftmatic adjustable ones so my old wife can sleep while I sit up and watch uh, TV at night. I so... love getting Soma toast. <laughs> Cindy, you going to go out to that KFMA thing on uh, Saturday? Uh, no, I'm probably working. All right, well, go get that. Uh, look, go see the juice bro. Where do you work? Yeah. Now, she's calling from Tucson. Tucson? Ah! Hey, you know what? Go and do yourself a favor and leave. I've been trying to affect right now. My boyfriend's in Mountain View, California. Well, I'm stuck here. All right. Leave before uh, he gets back. All right, so while the uh, the cat's away, the mice will play. Get huh, some Cindy? cactus Nepalis. He's probably listening, sharpening his knife on one of those big wheels as we speak and heading down to Tucson. Just hold on the line and we'll get your address down. Adam's going to be there as soon as he can. Right? Yes, I'll just, uh, my penis will be the one sticking through the mail slot. <laughs> you can't say that on the air. I certainly did. David, 19, you're on Loveline. Hello. You sure have taken a long time. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds like you took a long time. It says uh, the screen says uh, David tripping and peeking on LSD. Hey, you're pretty close. Hey, well, for all those people, I would love them to know that my name is David. Uh -huh. Any relation to Wesley Willis? Wow, no. <laughs> We're really proud of you. But that would be really cool. Who's Wesley Willis? David, why'd you call us? 
Um, I called you because I'm on LSD, and this is the first time that I've ever taken LSD. Mm. Whoa, dude. Hey, like, uh, go grab yourself a Relish comic and trip and call us when you've grown up later, dude. Yeah, got a Pink Floyd album or something, Jesus. Uh, sort of uh, comical and sort of sad all at the same time. A little comedy, a little pathos in uh, young David. Sad. It sounded like he was really hurting inside. Hey, you're not like that red-headed dude that like does those commercials where he drops a ketchup from uh, the Carl's Jr. Burger. Just explain something from a technical standpoint, bud. If you say the F word, going ah uh, for 10 seconds after you say the F word does not really uh, erase the F word. Would it help if I did a Jimi Hendrix song? Yes, I would like that. Break the tension with some Jimmy. Trevor, hold on a second. Eric is going to play a little, little Jimmy. All right. Come on, baby. Spread them clean. I got a whole jar of Vaseline. Come on, baby. Do it my way. Let's take it up the Hershey Highway. Regret me. Regret me. Oh, regret me. Oh, baby, you'll regret me. What do you think? That's not Jimi Hendrix. Well, it was. If he was alive today, that's something that he would have <laughs> All right. Well, I guess there's, the end of that, like Chuck Berry. there's no real arguing with that logic. Trevor, 18. Hey, uh, Adam. Hey. First of all, I want to let you know that uh, my roommate says don't feel bad. He's got a really hairy ass, too. Okay. Good. Right. I'm glad. There's safety in numbers. All we'll right. start some sort of support group. Okay. First of all, I just want to, um, whoever can answer this. All right. I've got this girlfriend. She's a year older than me, and, uh, you know, we're having sex, but it's starting to get real boring. You know, it's like just one position. Get another one. Yeah, I mean, I try to change. I try to change up on her. Drew, knock it off. Yes? You know, I try to change up on her, you know, and I try to go down on her. I try to, you know, I, I try to uh, do some different things with her, but, it, you know, it just gets real boring. You know, we've, t we've talked about it, and I don't know. I don't know what to do. All right. If you want to make it in the big leagues... As a male, you, you must spend be. Some money. You must be like a pitcher. Pitcher does not just have one pitch. If you just throw the fastball, it's going to get knocked around every time. You got to work the slider, the changeup, the curve, the spitball, which is uh, my personal favorite, and occasionally the sweatball, <laughs> which I like to work into my sexual uh, repertoire. But uh, she's not going to be the recipient of this. She's not interested. Okay. So you've asked her, and she said no. We've talked about just it. Just do it. Like I Nike said, you know, maybe I, I was thinking maybe something bad happened to her before with it. Like maybe she got shot in the eye or something. That's why she won't go down on me. <laughs> All right, you're very sensitive, Trevor. But uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, we we care very much about each other. Sex isn't the only thing, but it it's you know, it's kind of we do it all the time. All right, speak to her. Uh, give her a present. Give her uh, give her the Kama Sutra and a set of shop goggles and uh, go to town. To tell her, tell her to hold on job. for a second. Go to the bathroom and have like all your jar of of uh, body paints in there and. And like I said, you know, I'm a big fanatic of body paints. Make yourself glow in the dark, do whatever. You know, just go in there and surprise her. Just like jump in, like, and pretend like you're like, Ooh, you know, Tarzan. Try to get your parents to go out for the night so you could have some time and, alone. And just like swing from the ceiling fan or, you know, but, do something but, you, you don't think that would scare her if you came running in? But, but if you came running in a room naked, That's I would be idea, running. That's the whole idea, right? Yeah, well, no. You want him to stay <laughs> and have sex. On, yeah. That's yeah. the whole excitement Scare of the chase. Cody, 17, you're on Loveline. Yeah, hi Adam. Hey. Um, I just started college, my first year, mm -hmm. and uh, previously I was in a, oh. about a year relationship with a girl, and um, she picked me up, and so now I'm in college, this whole new atmosphere, 
and uh, I don't know how to like meet girls, like pick them up, like talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was wondering, you know, if uh, you're, like this connoisseur of women. Right. Yeah. Read penthouse. Drew's uh, Drew's holding a piece of paper up that says roofies. I, is that right, Drew? I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Not not in today's political climate. Uh, listen, they're all over the place, right? Well, yeah. Well, how do you go up and talk to them? You know. Listen. Just talk to them like they're one of the guys. Well, I don't want Tell to me you got a big hog and you want to go no. take him home and meet Ellie Mae. <laughs> Bud, where'd you go to finishing school, by the way? Please, don't listen to Bud. His horrible advice for anyone who's not in a band. Uh, listen, Cody. Yeah. Here's the deal. College is the greatest. Uh, it's like a sexual, uh, it's like Chuck E. Cheese for uh, horny uh, teenagers is what this is. You're all cast together. The folks are out. You all have spending money. And all you do is get loaded every night and miss your morning class. So you start going to these mixers and all this kind of stuff. There's always a campus bar. You, although you're underage, huh? Yeah, by quite a few years. But I'm drinking anyway. All right. Well, just try to score in the classroom. I mean, that's what they're all there Take for. Take her to the coffee shop. Yeah, just cruise around the local college digs there and see what you can do. And okay. just go for it. You're not going to offend anybody. Take her to a reggae concert and get her to swing that big old booty. <laughs> well, I'm out of Yeah. Um, is there going to be some kind of university at uh, Booville? Yes. You know, could yeah. I get maybe a scholarship or something? Yeah. Well, we're going to start a uh, we're going to We're going to start a wrestling team. My, my so my mom won't let me go unless I'm going to school. All right. Don't worry. There'll be class. Send us your picture so we falls. can, you know, just put it out and make sure everybody knows that you, you're looking for a woman. All right, Drew. <laughs> Adam, there's just such potential for me to showcase my wares tonight. It's amazing. Oh, please. Now, listen. Blame the boys. They've had a few beers. They're blowing off a little steam. Come on. Let them, oh, have, let, let them have a good time, for uh, Christ's they, sake. They're having a good time. All right. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Greg, who's 24, and becomes amorous uh, with his girlfriend while he's asleep. And uh, that can be a problem sometimes. Fast. 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 Hey everybody, I'm Karen Bryant. Check out the Karen Bryant Podcast at podcastone.com. It's finally here. It is a behind-the-scenes look at the world's fastest-growing sport, and that is MMA. I'm going to have interviews, analysis, lots of humor with some of the biggest names and the rising stars in the sport. Listen, if you're already a super fan, or even if you're just looking to learn more about the sport, download new episodes of the Karen Bryant Podcast every Friday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Dr. Drew sitting here with Eric and Bud from Sublime. They got a CD out called Sublime. Go ahead and get that. Also, uh, Thursday, they're going to be at the uh, Doll Hut in Anaheim with uh, Ziggins and uh, their, well, their band's alter ego, Juice which is Bros. Juice Bros. So uh, playing, a, playing a little different kind of music, back to the, back to the roots, back to the punk. But uh, look for them Thursday night again at the Doll Hut in Anaheim. Drew? Yeah. You ready to roll along? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're like lunch meat, aren't you? Uh. All right, Greg, you're 24. Hey. Hey. Um, Sublime, you guys are great. Um, Adam, you're my inspiration. <laughs> you. Greg, for what? Greg, you're so hot. <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried with the Sublime comment, but now me. me. <laughs> you think Adam's the best, too? Oh, that's what I like. Hey, you know what? I I'm a uh, Cub Scout counselor. Maybe you can join my <laughs> <laughs> oh, but actually, I'm a brownie leader, Greg. Uh, hey, um, okay, I guess Drew, this is mainly for you. Yeah. Um, while I'm sleeping, thinking of I get quite am amorous with my girlfriend, mm. like while we're lying in bed. Right. Um, 
like, is this a problem? You know, is this like sleepwalking <laughs> that could turn bad or I don't know. I've done this before. You have? Yes. It's actually, you're not sleepwalking, just your penis is. <laughs> your penis Check is like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm going to stroll around a little bit. And it gets up and it starts strolling around. And, it's, and then it says, woo, it's, it's cold out here. I need a place to hide. <laughs> It's so, like your fingers are doing the walking through the yellow pages, and all, all of a sudden you hit that one button, it's automatic page flipper. That's exactly right. Right. <laughs> and what's your girlfriend think about it? Okay, so it's not going to really have to worry about? No. no. Not, not unless you're, like, you're concerned like, about well, having kids. Why don't you try getting up and taking a leak or something? What's that? Get up and take a leak. Yeah, and, and don't sleep with your dog. Watch more Married with Children. <laughs> Al Bundy's like got the cure. <laughs> Go sell shoes. Would you? Oh, you're wasting my time. Nice caller. All right, you want another call? <laughs> <laughs> but it's seize control of the show. Sarah, 17, you're on Loveline. Hi, boys. Hey. Okay, this is for Eric and Bud. Um, from 40 Ounces to Freedom, um, the song Get Out, was that like your real landlady or who was that? I've always wondered that. That was Brad's girlfriend's landlord. Really? The song yeah. was originally wrote about me. He was yeah, it was really about us out. living at his house. but uh -huh. I was living at Brad's house and... At his dad's house. But the answer came like, from was, his girlfriend. Yeah, right? the answer machine was, was uh, his Eileen's landlady. Yeah, it was beautiful. And it was real cat, and it was real cat turds, so right. it's pretty much real authentic frontier gibberish. So, uh, Bud, you you were living at Brad's house for a while? Yeah, I lived at Brad's house for a while. You know, I was, like, kind of skidding. Kinda I kind of had a, a falling out with my an old lady, and, and, uh, right. and we... You know, we just weren't getting along. She wrecked my car. She bought me this beater for 150 bucks. Right. I, I tended to to prefer cuddling up next to Brad's harmonious booty. <laughs> uh, please, a little, a little respect for the deceased, for Christ's sake. But now, so you needed a place to crash. How long did you hang out there? Um, it was a few months before before I I, I got I got thrown out on my chin. Yeah, it got my chin, chin, chin. It, my experience um, is, is that crashing at a buddy's house, unless it's just for one night, really always really, ends up in tragedy. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I don't, I don't suggest it. Maybe, take a week off, maybe, and and don't overextend your stay. It's, right. It's just not. It's not. It's not good for. For relations, especially yeah. if you're yeah, in the Brad same band. finally got smart and he moved on to his dad's boat, so no one could really like move. And no one had crashed out at the spot. Yeah. Sarah, <laughs> hey, could you guys do something for me? Uh oh. Okay, my brother and sister are trying to, you know, like start a band, and I just wanted you guys to wish them luck. Okay, their name is Ben and Sadie. Right. I wish Ben and Sadie. We wish the best luck. Listen, you're going being hypnotized as we speak. <laughs> do you, 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 Take off. We your wish you big luck. Dance around Times Square in New York naked. Sandy, 22. You're on Loveline. Uh, hi. Hey. Uh, hey. I I um I was raped six years ago by a um, oh, I guess you call it date rape. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then I, I couldn't I I can't Listen I can't commit to anything. I I can't commit to school. I can't commit to um to relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also molested when I was little by my well I was eleven by my cousin. Um, both male and female. Mm. And, um, male and female cousins? All right, Drew, uh, I'm sorry, Sandy, but uh, okay. Drew, go ahead and you know. Do your <laughs> thing here. Uh, what I'm saying is is that's what you're yeah, going to say I mean, that's what made her a victim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, and, and, and God knows, what was, what was your family life like before that even? Uh, well, my family's great. Uh, my parents, I love them. Um, but my cousins, I was sleeping in the middle in a bed between the two of them. Yeah. And uh, figured I could trust my cousins, right? Yeah. Um, well, I, I woke up. I, I don't think they wanted me to. But what happened to them that they that they would do something? They, like 
they don't know that I know. Um, but ever since then, I've been really mean to them. How, how old were they, Sandy? Oh, they were 16 and, and 17. And you were so sleeping in a... Uh, yeah. Well, I just didn't, I mean... Okay, yeah, how are you supposed to know? You're 11. Yeah. Um, I, I did, but I, I've been also very promiscuous since... Right, all right, but... It, ...when I was 16. All right, so... And, um, does that have with it? Well, the incident when you were 16 was really just something that probably triggered a lot of the feelings that were already sitting there about your your earlier uh-huh. traumas. And uh, it, it is real frequent for people to sort of lose the normal boundaries about their sexuality and uh, get over sort of sexually preoccupied as a way of trying to sort of sort out or master those painful feelings about their sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And they go out and they do that, and the more they do it, the worse they feel. And so the more they do it, and the worse they feel. Yeah. And you end up in this cycle of, of really getting abused, having sex with people you don't care about, feeling bad about it, tr- tr- and going out and doing it again. Yeah, um, how, how can I stop it? I don't know what you, to do. Why don't you get some treatment for this kind of thing? I mean, that's really be the best thing for you. I I'm mean, it's, sorry? It's, you get some treatment. I, I, I went, and it just I get very depressed. And um, I was on... I was on everything. I was on Zoloft and Depakote. Well, you get depressed all the time, or you get depressed when you were in therapy? Uh, pretty much all the time. Uh-huh. I, I was uh, bipolar. I'm bipolar in my mm-hmm. family also. Mm-hmm. My dad and my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle's in jail right now for murder. Um, this is the uncle who whose children have no, abused you? No. no, that's on my dad's side. Yeah. That okay. was on my mom's side with the cousins. All right, all right. so all right, the, the family of origin this does not a, sound so pristine well, anymore. Well, this worse than the Manson family. <laughs> Sandy, listen, uh-huh. here's what you need to do. You got to pull over. Mm-hmm. You're like someone is driving along the highway. You're falling asleep, and you're going to get in a head-on collision. Just you need to pull over. You need to take a break. Pull yourself out of the dating pool for just a little while and get your head screwed on straight. Uh-huh. Obviously, your decision-making uh, process isn't real good right now, and we understand why because of these atrocities that were done to you when you're younger. Nobody blames you, but you need to take a break. Don't try to correct it with a relationship. Because you're going to choose the wrong person and you're going to make the wrong decisions. Uh-huh. The cycle Just of abuse. Pull will over, take a break, get a little therapy, chill out, read a book, exercise, get into your work, go by the Sublime Elm, do whatever you got to do. But just take a break from the dating. Give yourself six months or a year. Get your head screwed on straight. Do a little yoga or something. Get a pet. And don't have sex with it. Yeah, just play with the pet, though. You know, in a, in a, yeah. You know, yeah, get the Juice Bros uh, album and and just chill out, okay? It's not going to be permanent, is it? No, you just no, absolutely not, Adam. I couldn't have said it much better myself. I I think that that's exactly what she needs to do. Is just like take a little time out. You know, I mean, not necessarily just because you know these things happen in your childhood. I mean, my parents were like like I mean, I was like living in Iceland. You know, I mean, I never saw any type of sex, whatever. But you know. I was always the curious one. I mean, the first time I had sex was on a ski slope when I was 13 years old. And, you know, I, I don't I don't look at these things as healthy or unhealthy. It's just, just as, as in experiencing life. And, and whatever cards you're dealt, you really need to just, like, step back and and, and take take them in for what they are you know everything is a learning experience maybe maybe you're getting a lot a lot of a lot of uh venus cards dealt your way in the astrology of life type i think of deal, she's getting you know? the penis card dealt actually but <laughs> yeah well, all right i think i think what bud is saying when he agrees with me which is you're on this sort of path you need to pull over and get off the path for a little while so you can get onto another path you can't just keep going down the path trying to correct a behavior with another relationship. It's not working out. Take a break. Sandra, 20, you're on Loveline with Sublime. Hi. I wanted to say hi to Bud and Eric. 
Hello. And I have some questions for you. Um, I was wondering if your 7-inch with Wesley Willis ever came out, ever happened, ever was worked on. I never gave him 7 I inches. I didn't ever put my 7 inches up towards Wesley. I mean, that, he's a big boy. <laughs> did you guys seriously do something with we, Wesley oh, yeah, Willis? Well, we, we did something so. with Wesley, but we'd rather not talk about it. All right, but let me just explain for the sake of the listeners who don't know who Wesley Willis is. He's our best friend. He is a big, large, black, confused man. Not an untalented man and not a bad man, but he has uh, some mental, a uh, little something going on there mentally, and I'm not crazy criticizing the guy, more making excuses for the guy. He's but like he's, a big bear. He's really down to earth. He's a big Rain Man type. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. But he fired his fiasco ban, and that was the worst mistake he ever we're, did. We're very, very upset with this jerk right now he's just a because of that. A jerk and an a-hole. And, and he, his fiasco ban is... is Right, he's very, very respectable, and they love him and love him very, very, very much. Hold on, settle down. His band is his Casio, isn't it? No, his the band no. he had was the Fiasco. The Fiasco band rocked a llama's. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Any more questions? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you don't want to know about the Fiasco? Fire up. Huh? I see how you are. Uh, Go ahead, Santa. Well, I just wanted to know if I could own it. Okay, but I was wondering. Uh, our seven-inch? Yeah, like the Wesley Willis one. It, I mean. I know that yeah, there's other seven inches, but I was just wondering. Yeah, it's the one with with Wesley on one side and us on the other, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can you can find that uh, probably at your local underground record store. Okay. Seven inch with with us and Wesley Willis. What's your it's next? Not send a skunk. Next question. Yeah, Sandra. look at Sun okay. Records. I was I noticed that the music is from like that song Untitled Dub from the Bad Fish single, and I was just wondering how long did it take for that song to turn into pawn shop um that's a very old song yeah actually it's been around for like See, 10, 20 years or something a lot of a lot of the 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 music the rhythms used in in reggae dub hip-hop style music is 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 ageless timeless and therefore it's used over and over again kind of like the blues kind of sampled so, so. you know just like this whole hip-hop thing is sampling like uh you know, Al Green, um, right. Curtis Mayfield, you guys, and whatnot. You, you guys you know, run into trouble it's, it's having a, it's to compensate tune. those guys? No, not unless you just well, take a straight sample. Unless it's like Gershwin or, or something like that. that. I mean, if you're like, like straight steal something from them. Right. But, I mean, as, as long as like you're, you're like patronizing them in a, in a good it's fashion. like our own collaboration. Yeah, you know, as, 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 long, as long as you're, as long as you're, you're making love to the original. I gotta music. laugh because you guys are running out of steam. Yeah, it's funny. I've seen, I've seen all the phases of drunkenness. Well, if you <laughs> listen to our music and you hear like the bass lines and the rhythm and stuff, and if you listen to some old Ow. early '80s uh -huh. reggae like lines and stuff like that, right? But we we just change it around and make it into songs like have add different parts and right. You know, so you can rip people off without paying. Yeah, okay, exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're thieves. All right, well, when we uh, come back, we're going to wrap up and wrap down with Sublime. Hey, stupid, what's going on? Tis I, Randall. You know me best as the voice of the honey badger. Well, guess what? Pretty soon, I'm going to have my own podcast. That's right. It's Honey Badger's Animal Podcast. And each week, I'm going to bring you amazing animal stories, interviews, a whole bunch of fun stuff. You're not going to want to miss it. Coming soon to Podcast One, it's Honey Badger's Animal Podcast. The only place to be to listen to it is right here on PodcastOne.com. 
Hi, this is Jed Apatow. Hear my conversation with Brett Easton Ellis. Hey, what's up? This is Kanye. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. Hear my conversation with the great Brett Easton Ellis. Hello, this is Marilyn Manson. I'd like you to listen to me on the Brett Easton Ellis podcast. Hey, this is Brett Easton Ellis. Check out my podcast on Podcast One, where my guests and I will be discussing all the issues that keep the pop culture world moving, talking, and thinking. It's the Brett Easton Ellis podcast on Podcast One. Turn my mic on, yes. Just time for thanks. Eric and Bud from Sublime, thank you. Much luck to you. Go get the uh, Sublime CD. It is a good one. Also, uh, Thursday night, remember, they'll be at the Doll Hunt, uh, Hut sorry, in Anaheim. So look for them there. Uh, just just this remember is... not to listen to band members and listen to the doc over here. He knows what's really going on. He is the man. And I'd like to thank uh, Lisa and I'd like to thank Sherry and I'd like to thank uh, the beautiful one. The slender one, producer Ann for doing the show tonight, the one that wonder, engineer Mike. So uh, this is Am Crawl for Doc Drew, thanking Sublime and saying until tomorrow night, mahalo. Oh, yeah, baby. This has been Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. The opinions expressed on Love producer Ann Wilkins. Now, stay tuned for a very special Mannix. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.